This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast, episode 100. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hey, Greg. Congratulations on 100 episodes of the podcast, man. We finally figured it out. You know, it turned out that all people wanted from us was us just to talk about like dicks and stuff. You know what I mean? They didn't want, they don't want, they don't want topics. They don't want to <laughs> overtake it. They just want to see hey. what happens when you take four psychos and lock them in their individual rooms. Ain't that right, Andy? Bite something. Don't Bite put me. Chair. Don't put me in category of you. You're a psycho too, Andy. Andy, since since I'm sorry, Nick, since Andy's a coward and won't bite anything. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A box of pills? Nick. He's crazy. This kid. Oh, speaking of which, I didn't take my vitamin D. Hold on, everyone. Oh, what did you just break that thing? <laughs> Your man strike? <laughs> They're not supposed to sell like that when you open it. Greg. <laughs> that looks like a dog tree. <laughs> Greg just twists it and half the bottle comes apart. Psychopath. Greg, I just took my vitamin D too. Thanks for the reminder. Is yours chewable too, Kev? No, it's a little liquid gel. I eat my Hims vitamins at night like they're like they're um dessert. I call them dessert vitamins. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. Of course. I wanted to know today I was in a the kitchen and i was making some yogurt for breakfast and i started laughing from in review when you guys called my <laughs> my piece of cake yesterday breakfast dessert because <laughs> i already had a meal but then i had a treat afterwards it was just you, you was you justifying it's like wait is that your breakfast and i already had breakfast oh okay so this <laughs> is fine <laughs> god damn it that reminds me of the time at vidcon where greg got me so hyped for breakfast pizza he was like dude we're gonna get breakfast pizza and tim i was like oh my god they're gonna put pizza with like egg andy if i said breakfast pizza what would you think eggs yeah it would be like yeah like chorizo yeah yeah, like some shit like that yeah we and we get there and we're just we just go to a sabaro and it's just pizza (laughs) wait i was like like, greg i thought it was breakfast pizza he goes no 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 no, you misunderstood it's pizza for breakfast Uh, but nick eventually we went to an airport that had breakfast pizza with an egg on it and it was delicious Did we really yeah oh that does sound good i love it square pie guys they got a whole bunch of fall pizza or i guess winter pizzas now that have eggs on top like they have like a you know the egg you cut through the yolk and then it just bleeds all over. It's delicious. Oh, they, they ever gonna bring back the corn pizza? The elote? Yeah, I'm sure they'll bring it back. They took uh, the buffalo chicken pizza off the menu for a get while. Get the fuck out! Wow. The maniacs. Yeah, yeah. The I haven't gone. I haven't gone back since. You know what I mean? I, I'm man who votes in my wallet. You take that away, and the kind of funny pickle pizza. I'm not gonna be showing up there Gonzo. for a while. You gotta eat that buffalo. That buffalo pizza is serious business though i think I, I took two of those right to the face and it, it threw me out of the whack for the rest of the day i was gone no, the key to square Jesus, pie guys come on guys you need two to, to the face huh we're fine with that <laughs> there's the slices right that come the pizza comes in four four slices they need to be an eight mm-hmm. you need to divide those slices in half yeah, or else really it's just they're, way big. Too much. they're big the, the thing the thing that kind of does bother me tim and i agree with you is that like yes it's the portion control that kind of throws me off but the one time that I really 
found myself enjoying Square Pie Guys was we had just left the theater and watched Rise of Skywalker, and we stopped by and got the lunch portion. Right. And it and they give you just the two pieces instead of the four. Because here's the thing: I get the four. The problem is I'm still going to eat all of them and feel like shit. Yeah. But I'd rather just eat the two and then be totally fine and be like, all right, pizza's gone, right? But if there's four, the thing about score pie guys, they don't reheat well. We've talked about this several times. They, they're not the best when you put them back in the oven. I mean, they're not awful, but they're be- they're best eaten when they are fresh. And I'm going to take advantage of the time, right? But I'm going to fuck up my body for at least like three days. Kevin, just I just put in I just put into Slack and assets for you uh, a new challenger on uh, the old uh, pan pizza thing. Uh, oh. have, you, have you seen this yet? Sunset Square pizza. Lucy, Square? Lucy told me about this. We were playing Overwatch the other day, and I got very jealous. And then when she told me about this, I then ordered Square Pie Guys. It came with four pieces. I was like, I guess I got to eat all these four pieces right now. So yeah, that'll that's how they get you. Uh, Sunset mm-hmm. Square is a new challenger here in the Square Pie Pizza in San Francisco. And they're doing it more, this is going to stick with me, Chicago style. And what I mean by that is they have like the cracker thin, like party pizzas that you would get. Mm-hmm. I would get on like a normal Friday. Yeah. But then they also have like the deep dish, but then they also have just pan pizzas in the square format. And their crust, it does, it's not showing well here, obviously, but is a, is a thinner. It's like, it's, it's still like the square pie guys, square pizza, mm-hmm. but it's a thinner one. And I feel it's a more pillowy, like a, a little bit lighter. I was well, normal two pieces, and then I was like, you know what? I can do a third. Oh, look at this thing. Whoa. Look at now, this here's thing. what here's here here's what I disagree with though on in this. Like all this sure. looks great, and absolutely if you put this in front of me, two or three to the face in a second. Sure. But they have a pan pizza that is circular in nature that they are cutting into squares, and I just vehemently disagree with. That's this. what I'm talking about. That's the party pizza in Chicago. I if you were like, like I'm going to get a pizza on a Friday night, this is the kind of pizza you'd expect to come to you. That you means there's at least fuck so many people in Chicago. Why yeah, great. Great. Who's First, eating? Who's yeah. eating those middle two slices? Who gets what those psychopaths? Like, uh, I'm not gonna have a crust. For the fucking record, when I was growing up there <laughs> in the great Chicagoland area, when I'd get a Rosati's, wow. when I'd get a Baroni's, the middle pieces, the best pieces. They're nice. There's they're no soggy. The sauce is there. They're delicious. The cheese are you, is good. Are you just naming family gangs in like The Godfather? <laughs> I'm pretty sure two of those were characters from Batman. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and the Baroni's are fighting right again. That's how it should look. You know no what way. I mean? That middle piece, like that's that's effort. To- now, now, it makes now I will me say this. sick to my fucking stomach to think about being a dumb kid in Chicago taking this for granted. I would go to Baroni's and I would say, "Can you cut it in fucking slices?" Because I wanted to eat like a Ninja Turtle. Well, who's laughing now, yeah. Baroni's? Not me. I want my pizza to look like this again. I hate Greg, it. Greg, Greg, when I was story. when I was young, Greg, uh, I was obsessed <laughs> with Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, uh, who was it? And uh, Ringo <laughs> like Starr, the Beatle was the conductor in that show for a while. Oh, and uh, during that time in the early 90s, he also was the spokesperson for some pizza, pizza, commercial, pizza hut. Yeah. And his whole thing was crust first. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was little, I was obsessed with eating crust first because the fucking conductor told me to. I had to do yeah. it. When Ringo Starr tells you to do something, you do it. Man, he really fell off That's after the Beatles. Stupid shit. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing right now. Crust, the crust everyone knows is the handle of the pizza. Okay, the crust is also the handle of the sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's, me- it's mm-hmm. designed that way so you have something to hold on to yep. while you're noshing on the rest of the thing. And then guess what, Kevin? It's a treat. You thought the present was undone. You you unbox the present. You took your toy out of it. There's something else at the bottom of it waiting for you. What is it? It's crust, and you can dip it in ranch. Yep, that's yep. the whole. Thing. I, I've never. I, I was. I've always been so disappointed whenever I order. I believe it's Domino's who does that square cut they give you the option right they they get yeah. they have the regular pie cut and they do the square cut 
I fucking hate the square cut, dude. Because the middle, the middle pieces are the ones that are always left over, and they're like the size of a fucking post-it note. It's just, it just sucks, dude. It's just, just not a good vibe. Impossible to eat if you if you have those middle pieces. How, what do you, where do you start? How do you pick them up? What are you gonna yeah. do? It's all what just the soggy do? part of the pizza. What are you gonna do? Delicious grease everywhere. What are you gonna do, Nick? You know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Oh, pizza's here's, so bad, right? Here's now. the thing: as we all know, as we all know, everybody, <laughs> if you direct your attention towards my screen. Thank you, Andy. As, as, as we all, awesome. as you all know, and this is for this is for so audio listeners. I apologize; you don't know what's happening, uh, yeah. but that wouldn't be the first time on this podcast because, um, we'll as you know, we did Reddit threads right now. We did audio listeners. We have pizza in England. I'm gonna start one right now. Reddit.com, kind of funny. Hold on. Hold on. Nick, Hold on. Nick, Nick thinks the Reddit post is going to be about pizza in England. I was like, Andy's drawing a piece of pizza. And I was, I was drawing the parallel. That they can't visualize what a pizza pizza looks like. Andy doesn't care. Like, we do kebab. We don't do pizza at hours. You guys are okay. crazy in the States. Uh, I don't never no, understand we got that accent. Kebabs in London. That was the Dude, they were good as fuck. Kebabs, the, the kebab culture in the after hours, like after the bars close or whatever, is it's so special. And I don't know if that's because we don't have it here and it's just it was like a cool it's like amazing. one-off thing for us. But fuck, we devastate. I there's pictures on my Instagram of me just like the happiest I've ever been. Taking slightly drunk. Taking a year out of the face. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing. We all we all we all know that this is the way you eat fucking pizza. Okay. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. And I and I uh, you know, if anybody wants to steal these ideas, by all means, do what you gotta do. What you gotta do is you take a bite of the pizza, right? You take yeah. a bite. Mm-hmm. Take a little bite of the crust, Kevin. No. Whoa, no. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? A little bit of the corner. A little bit of the corner. A little bit Why? of the corner. Okay. You take another bite. Take a little bite of the crust. What are you what doing? And then you keep on going like that. Why? To the point, to the point where all the, the, the only crust that's left is like a kind of like this area. And this area is the best part because it's got a really really good crispy area with some sauce and some cheese and it's like you're dipping a breadstick with the marinara sauce and you just fucking gobble that shit up dude you've lost the chat chat, it's so so good dude andy can you undo that real quick to the point where you got the full pizza again yeah sure thing i mean look i i made lots of chat but look the pepperoni diplomacy act wasn't always a popular thing when i when i brought that into uh into state legislation then people you know started agreeing with it you know now, here's what i'm gonna say here's what i'm gonna say can you can you just delete the bottom like i don't know seven eighths of the red and just leave a little thin line of red around the crust yeah you want to have like about a three quarters of an inch even around following the crust sort of as around, a because okay. that right there it means every bite gets you crust mm-hmm. and it gets you sauce and pepperoni that's how you yeah. handle it. There yeah. you go. Got there it. you go. Got it. See, that's that's now that's begging for a little dollop of Hidden Valley Ranch on your plate Ooh. still that nobody knew we had, and you just dip it there. You go. It's not really calories if it came out of a bottle, guys. Little, so, little Hidden Valley Ranch. Do it up right there, right, Andy, just so people understand, because I'm not yeah. sure if they've ever seen a crust on a pizza. This is a very helpful way. <laughs> I'm glad you've left it up there. I want to tell you all a story. Put some Parmesan on that on that crust. I know. Oh, there's some ranch on it. They, right? Yeah, there's some ranch. Nah, you dip it in. You get a lot more ranch than that. A lot more ranch there, than like that. Like yeah. that, Oh, yeah. That and then you, you double it up. It's, you're going to take twice of the as a bite. It's going to be a mouthful. Okay. What I want to do is tell you a little story here that I know at least Nick and Andy can 
commiserate with Tim and Kevin. I'm not sure their opinions, but I know for a fact that Nick, Andy, and myself hold Elise Willems in the highest regard. Of course, we <laughs> think she's amazing. She walks on water. Tim and Tim and Kevin. I'm not saying Jury's they don't. Out. That. They out. Saying, I, I just want to say I, I respect her so much. She's fantastic. Her husband, not so much, but that's the conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? But no, for a, a long time ago, Elise Willems tweeted about pizza bones, called crust pizza bones. I was complaining, I think, that Jen was, it was early in our marriage or something, or years ago, she was throwing away crust and I was appalled. And Elise was like, that's more pizza bones for you, Greg. And I thought it was the funniest thing. And I started calling pizza bones pizza bones, right? You know what I mean? That's just a funny thing. That's just a funny way to do it. And I loved it so much. And I had to go back into my uh, many different conversations on many different platforms with Elise Williams here. But I eventually found from this year, September, uh, I sent her a story from one of our other friends and mentioned, uh, look at the look at them wasting pizza bones. To which Elise Williams were and like, me, keep in mind, me and Elise we're friends. You know what I mean? We have a professional respect, but we're not like like close. It's like me yeah, and she it. thinks she thinks you hate her. Yeah, where, of course, and I like that power. But I so I I'm, this was going to be one of those things where. I was able to throw it out there of like, look, we're cool. We have an inside joke. Do you remember pizza bones, right? So I sent her this, our friend's story, you know, look at these wasteful pizza bones. And she responds, what's pizza bones? Now, if you want to talk about the panic I had <laughs> of like, oh my God, I totally missed the side. Because like for me, for her to chime in ages ago with pizza bones, I thought it would be like, me making a comment about best friends or Portillo's or something that like, you know, is like, oh, I thought pizza bones is like a thing for her. I thought she called pe- the crust pizza bones and it was like a real thing for her. She responds, what's pizza bones? And I go, no idea, but you're the first person I ever heard call them that. And I think of you every time I use it slash say it. She responds in all caps. Did I say that? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even remember it. I'm an absolute weirdo. To which then me being more weird went and found the tweet from 2018. <laughs> that's <laughs> really weird. Insane. That's not necessary. I sent it to her and said that's hilarious. And she True. never responded after I yeah. called her. <laughs> <laughs> because, because when you, she clearly just, has people at Rooster Teeth ghostwriting her tweets and i'm not about that life just just so you know when you go that far back in a tweet someone thinks you're a little too serious then you probably you probably are (laughs) that but also this is the power of elise is that she came up with that off the cuff and that's genius because if i said like if i you know tim knows me if i said pizza bones tim would be like nick where'd you get that from where the fuck did you what 80s movie was that popularized in that stuck around your stupid noodle for 27 years or 40 years whatever yeah nick you say two hole (laughs) (laughs) i do we not uh, andy can we please not do that oh do a shirt i didn't even hear what i didn't hear what greg said oh god that's so what's two hole what's two hole it's pretty self-explanatory. It's where you go two. It's where you when go number two, two comes out. Well, that other voice you hear is the Hispanic heartthrob Texas tree Latino <laughs> heat clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, head shotting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. What a journey it's been, 2020. Huh? Yeah, I know. 100 episodes of this show all in one year. It's crazy. Huh? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Wrapping out the quartet from 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. 
the engaged one at Team Gettys. You're gonna need why don't, to add why don't we call? one more clarifier here to my name, Greg. Yeah. Miller. Okay. Well, shit. What's happening? Published author Tim Gettys. I'm oh! in a book. I wrote some things, and I'm in a book now. It's, things I learned from my name's not on the title, but Laura Kate Dale's name. My name's right there. You see That's that? Crazy. Wow. And I wrote wow. these it's, words. It's, Tim, it's, it's in a flipped. book. It's flipped so they don't see it. You don't even wait. I can see it right on my end. That's all that matters. Can I see your name? Yeah. Show it again. Show it again. Hold on. Bam. Tim Gettys. Bam. Oh, look. There's there a drawing of you. Yeah. Oh. And then there's me. I wrote, I wrote that many words about Crash Bandicoot's butt. That's a lot. Nice, wow. you know? wow. This is a book by Laura Kate Dale and friends. You guys can buy it, I think, in February. And uh, Greg's in it, too. Yeah. Wow. Do you have I think she was sending my copy to you. I do have I do. I like I that. Do. But no, real quick, not to go on about this too long, I guess I, I, I now share uh, we're with author. Elise Willems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's also a published author, so I, sure. I do respect her because now we are one in the same. But so I also at first know. At first I had know. brought about this, or brought this up on a different show, but it's official. Not only am I a published author, Moose is now. Oh, uh, you got it. The subject Yay! of a children's book, and what? it is the best thing in the entire world. Look, Greg. Moose got cop- captured by pirates. How's he oh, gonna get out man. of this one? Darn <laughs> moose. Wait, were you not on the podcast when we talked about this, Greg? No, no. It, was no it was it was Internet Explorers. Oh yeah, now, this Greg, is the coolest thing ever. You want to see something even cooler? Yeah. Wow, where's Moose? Yeah, Moose has been chased out of town by the paparazzi and needs your help. It's a your dog, and they put him in books. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. Anyways, very. I was really amazing. Amazing. No, I wrote a Portillo's manuscript for a children's book, and I was like, if you somehow you soaked it, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so <laughs> He's funny. Me, hey, give me Dude. yours. Published too. I'm like, Tim, some fucking. If you had pulled up the Adventures of Portillo the Dog by Tim Gettys, <laughs> I would fucking. I would have been like, Greg, you just got owned forever. <laughs> Ever. That would have been like Nick's favorite moment of 2020. <laughs> I would have been so, it would have been a range of emotions. Because first off, I'd have been like, how how did I not think of this? And secondly, I'm like, I'm so proud and jealous and envious of the fucking heat that Tim has right now from this amazing prank. Like, it would have been so good. <laughs> it would have been Nutter Butter's 2020. I was going to oh. say, you're still riding high on Nutter Butter Gate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, one for the, that's one for the record books right there. I still think about, I still, I mean, Obviously, I see the flabbergasted uh, gif used quite a bit from Corey Cudney, and I see that shit thrown in my face. Oh, speaking of which, everybody, can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's whispering. I'm so fucking proud of you, kind of funny pot. And like, this is where oh, nobody said the Gary thing. No, to my knowledge, no one has ruined for Gary that we made him milk mommy Oreos and sent him. <laughs> They're supposed to arrive today. Let me check the tracking. Actually, oh, <laughs> now that I forgot that this is happening, this was going to happen. Hold on, oh, you got to call him. You got to call him if you got him. I want to hear his reactions live. Wait, we only did that episode last week. No, no, no. It's they take a while to process. Oh. So it was like I got the shipping notification the other day, and I was, and it was one of those things of like, oh, I totally fucking forgot we did that. And he, he is recording XCast right now. I can see him in the uh, other Discord yeah, channel. Sure, so let's sure. all go over, so there. Close. All go over if there. If you talk loudly, he'll hear you. Oh, don't let him hear in the other wall. Well, I, I got to jump through a million things. I'm going to FedExes now. Okay. <laughs> what a world. I got, an awesome, I got an awesome package today that is under embargo. Package, I can't wait to talk about it in a couple days, everybody. Tease. I'm excited. Big I don't tease. even know what you're talking about. Big but I like tease, it. everybody. Can't tell you. I, I think you're allowed to hint at it, though. 
No, I'm definitely not. Greg, I was uh <laughs> when we when we were talking about good, Tim's good track, sort of custom book thing, we were talking about yeah. Tim's custom book, and Tim was like, Isn't that gonna be cool? Like my kids are gonna grow up reading books about their dog Portillo or their dog a moose. And I was like, Yeah, but Tim, like maybe don't show them that from the onset because they're just gonna think that every book is gonna be about their own dog. <laughs> like yeah. you gotta kind of like you gotta set the the example of like there are other books, this is just something special. Because your kid's gonna open a Clifford and be like, "Why? Where's my big red dog?" Who the fuck's Clifford? Yeah, yeah. It's a very good point, Andy. You just buy a giant dog, name him Clifford, and then all those books are about him. That's so cool. Wow. Right, hold on, this is weird. Buy him a bear and a, a family of bears, Berenstein Bears. Because Tim, you know that G at Gia at some point is gonna be like, Moose needs a friend, and you're gonna have to get another dog in there, and it's gonna have to be another Pomeranian, and it's gonna have to be Clifford. That's gonna have to. Be it's gonna it's have got, to be Clifford. It's got. It's got. It's got to be a black one. You got to get full black palm, full white yeah. palm. Yeah. Calm Domino. Calm yeah. Domino. Oh, You're Domino. Crazy. All right, everybody. Everybody, be chill. Everybody in the chat, be cool. Be cool. It. I don't know if it's gonna get there today, so you have to hold out longer, Chad. I shouldn't have said this. I put it back on your brain. We have to watch Gary's social media. Don't tease him that something's coming. Don't say anything about it. Just let it happen. Because right now, it still says scheduled for delivery by the end of today. However, the last update I have from FedEx is Tuesday that it left a it left a Connecticut facility. So that theoretically could still be out, but I we usually have it out for delivery by now. Here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. We will see the tweets. We will be tagged. Oh, I get what the fuck these cookies all about, eh? No, 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 no. I know. I, I mean, like, we will be tagged in the tweets that sort of hint towards Gary. I have people all over the internet yeah. scouring the internet for searching for different terms, searching for misspelled terms as well, uh, Greg, in case people are trying to using bad spelling to kind of throw us off the scent or whatever. Mm, yeah. People are watching these keywords and these hashtags. So if you fucking hint at Gary, don't do it. Don't try to be, don't you try are to be excommunicated from this whole fucking thing, dude. You're out. We know people at Twitter. We can remove your Twitter. Out. Mm hmm. But you can't get me at Andy Cortez. Well, that's because that guy still rem lives, remember? Can't get Bro, me can't. Uh, verified in there. Oh, we haven't tried. Yeah, that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's the honest it. truth of Nick. <laughs> I don't think we tried on that one. Don't plan on it. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast, our 100th episode. If you didn't know, each and every week, four, usually four, best friends gather on these microphones, each coming to fuck around with each other and have a good time. If you like that, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can be part of the show with your questions, your comments, your concerns. You could, of course, get the show ad-free. You could get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every uh, week. You could get it with the gold topic we're filming uh, after this. And, of course, you could be watching live just like J6, Dimitri, Demetrius Newell. Hey, Demetrius. Uh, Jacob and Ash are. Uh, of course, if you don't want to give us any bucks, no big deal. You can catch it later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. Podcast services around the globe each and every week. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jared Dessert, Cypress Bill, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, uh, DJ Kento, Steve Powers, Kieran O'Donnell, and Alexander Noxel. Uh, today we're brought to you by Upstart Honey, ExpressVPN, and Hims. Wait, that sounds like I screwed something up. That sounds like too many people. While you're looking I, at that, I can I, I tell you? Yeah, what do you got? Delete someone. Can I tell you my pizza story? Real and Hims are the sponsors today. Nice try, honey. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. You didn't give us any money. <laughs> uh, Nick, what do you got? Uh, we were we were packing up some stuff the other day, and pizza got ordered. Nice. Uh, Kevin was like, we were at the studio packing up some shit, oh, and Kevin was like, oh, Kevin was like, are we gonna order pizza? And I was like, fuck yeah, Kevin, let's order some pizza. So he came in clutch with two large. Uh, uh, round table pizzas 
one with both with extra sauce. We have to yeah, have of course. Extra. You have to have the extra sauce. He got the sausage and peppers pizza, which I usually don't want, but I was like, I'll take a slice of that. And there was four pieces of pepperoni left over. And I was like, Kev, do you want these? And Kev's actually like, he's like, I don't like pepperoni that much. You can take them home. And I had already eaten four pieces, but I'm like, it's just early enough that I can justify those having been lunch pizza. Mm-hmm. So I can take these four pieces home yeah. of perfectly saucy the right temperature, kind of dry it out, Andy. Like they're not moist anymore, but you like it because there's extra sauce on it. So by the time mm-hmm. you get in, you're like, this is fucking perfect. And the pep's still crispy and salty. I get it home and there's a box from my brother. He sent me for Christmas. The, the company sent me of just a big ass box of C's candy. And I'm like, and I turn the TV on and, and uh, Christmas vacation's playing. And I'm like, this is the greatest night ever. This is the greatest life, And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, do I have ranch in the fridge? And I opened it up and I had just enough Hidden Valley Ranch left. And I'm yeah. like, this is fucking perfect. This is perfect. It's magical. Andy from You're California. What, you had what candy that was delivered to you? C's candy. What is that? Oh, uh, maybe that's just a West Coast thing. C's candy yeah. is, it's just a brand of candy. You would like, recognize it if you saw it. It's a, it's. Old White box woman. with checkers. It says C. Here's if this is going to be a stretch, but for my Midwest people back home, it's like Fannie Mae candy. Yeah, probably. Okay, it's like that where it's like at Christmas time, everybody got a box of Fannie Mae candy from somewhere or whatever. It was usually like a grandmother thing, but like yeah, it's just yeah a brand of candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. these is the business man. I was not it's expecting true. it to be spelled that way either. Yeah, okay. It has like S E E apostrophe S C. I think the woman's name that started it that was her that was her last name. Yeah, which I you think see I her. Have. She's on the box. Enhance, like Kevin. Enhance. Global enhance. I want to see CEs. Yeah, but okay, Nick. So we're talking about these. I see her. She's an old woman. I see her. Nothing gets so, me a hankering for a piece of chocolate more than looking at that old woman. That that <laughs> grandma definitely that. is a disciplinarian. She's like, if you're good, you can have one piece is of candy. And I think, grandma, you're gonna fucking lot. sleep sometime. Is it me or does <laughs> it say gonna... does it say murder on her? It does say murder. Yeah. <laughs> it, does, yeah. I mean, it really does. What the fuck? Says, I mean, I know it's. it's I, I bet it's her name or something, but it looks like murder. It looks like I murder or I, marauder. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. I never looked at that before. What, what, what I would like to do with all of these sort of assorted brandy or brandy cans, candy brands, assorted candy brands, I would like to sort of scientifically look at them and figure out what the hit to miss ratio is because there are so many of these boxes that three of them are good yeah. and six of them are filled with just shit that you don't want. And one of them is like, Oh, this would be better if it wasn't dark chocolate, but this one's only good because it is dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. There's so many variety that I feel like by the end of the day, Nick, you're left with a decent amount of these assorted boxes of chocolates that you end up eating anyway because it's all there is, but you'd rather them be the other ones that you ate first. You're, you're spot on. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that nine, like maybe 50% of the, the candies that I ate, I spit back out because I was like, I don't want to waste it uh-huh. on this. I, I don't know what's in this. And actually, it was weird because normally they come with a little slip that tells you which candy is what. Sure. So you yeah. can just kind of like yeah. flip it over it. But this one didn't have it for some reason because it was a different shaped box. Um, but I don't, That's don't think I didn't have a – Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, I didn't have a blast playing the guessing game of yeah. is there caramel in it or is there, you know, it's always, is there marshmallow in it? If there's marshmallow, I want to throw up its end game. I don't, I don't know. Who doesn't it's like a marshmallow? Oh, you don't like that red shit? That like bourbon, that, yeah. That there bourbon it is. This shit, you know it's like, like, what? what is this? Oh, this no, is I like the Bordeaux. The, That's weird. My favorite thing are the Bordeaux uh, seeds mm-hmm. candy, like the Bordeaux cream Fuck filled. Damn. 
I like the maple. There's a raccoon in Kevin's trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And one year, Andy, here's you know, here's what you got to do. So one year, you know, you can walk into a C's candy and you can pick Wait, the ones that go. Wait, they have them? Yes, there's one actually in the city. I think there's one off of Geary. Yeah, there's one in Stonestown. The factory is not too far from the future. Well, oh, that's right. So you used to be. I'm, I don't know if you can with COVID right now, but what do you say? Too far from the future? Just, what did he say? Yeah, he cut himself off from saying future studio, but ah. <laughs> it's not too far from the future. Um, so, but Andy, there was one. There was one Christmas where we could you could walk in, and my mom used to just pick like the. There's just assorted boxes that are pre-made. You can pick them, grab them, and, and and buy them. And now, of course, you can order them online. Back in the day, I was like, hey, I don't like 40% of the candies that are in this. Can I pick the ones that I want to pick? Like, can I just put my favorites in there? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. So I got a double-decker, like, pound box that came in the two layers where, like, you were done. You pulled it up. You're like, oh, surprise, there's a whole other layer of candies down here. And I got nothing but the Bordeaux, the caramel patties, and, like, the the brittles. That was it. It was just all my favorite. And it fucked me up for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. The KFCs is you can get samples. Oh, yeah. So, that was a, that's the fun part. Yeah. That was, oh, yeah. That's like oh, they a, still a do it. Thing. And uh, the samples and the, the other thing they're known for is they have these uh, suckers. Like, oh, my dad used like to love the suckers. Different types of like chocolate and caramel and stuff on a stick. And it has a little gold wrapper on the top, right? And those things they would give out for free. And that was... Yeah, now, Greg, you used to be able to go in and go, can I get a sample of like whatever this? And they just give you a full candy. You can still it do was, that, it was right? just a full thing. I think so. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, oh, here we go. We got lollipops, lollipops. We gotta, Kevin, we got to build your own box right here. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, box. though. The lollipops are fantastic. The coffee uh, and chocolate, some of the best uh, things you'll ever eat in your yes. entire life. But the yes. best thing they have is this fucking toffee thing. Oh, my oh, God. Every over. year, oh, God. Matt sends like some over. Oh, yeah. To the studio. And the thing, I, I, I go to town to this box without any shame at all. I just Kevin, go to town because I got to beat Nick because he's going to get in there. You, you, better, you, better, you better get up early, buddy. You better get up real early. And, and it's, it's one of those things where you're not because, I because guys, I'm in that competition with you all because those are very, very good. And whenever we get those sort of toffee things, it's always like, oh, my God, these are delicious. But it's one of those things where I don't want to eat too many to make you all like make fun of me but as i see them going faster and faster it's like i have to eat I too many more because <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be gone <laughs> like you know what i mean we're I'm, all I'm, I'm right there with you there's you multiple times where i've waited down when you're chewing what what's that like you're, you're eating the you got something you're really hungry you've been wanting it and then you're eating it so fast do you feel like you're not even tasting it sometimes you slow down yeah. and like chew it really really intensely to try to get oh. as much flavor out of it as you can to enjoy the moment like that <laughs> chocolate cake you had the other day nah, that i fucking inhaled you saw me do it yeah that's fair of course, dude. The, 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 my my biggest problem is like I am always trying to be on some some level of healthy eating. So sure. when I have to wait for everyone to leave the kitchen before I start horking down as many pieces Aren't of candy you as possible, can you hork it down? You can hork it down too, Greg. Oh, I, what I don't want is for Kevin to come around the corner and see me, and then just do that thing where he smiles and then starts laughing at me. That's hell. That's that's just death right there. Yeah, this yeah. is really interesting. I'm looking through all the variety that you can select, and um, and they have eight pages of eight. So there's 64 options here. Yeah. that you can choose from. This and a lot, yeah, on Seize Candy's website, you could build your own custom box. And I'm seeing a lot of stuff that I wish I had been seeing in a lot of these 
assorted boxes of chocolates. Well, yeah, then I'm gonna put them a lot of them look very appetizing, Kevin. I'm seeing milk almond square. I'm oh, seeing yeah. uh, milk butterscotch square. There's like a lot of really good looking stuff. But then, you know, dark raspberry cream. I don't really no, know. I love that. dark raspberry cream. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. Greg, we need to split candy apparently because you like all the stuff I don't like. Milk <laughs> peanut nougat sounds delicious. You, you, know? you got the peanuts in there. I don't want it. Yeah. Love See, oh, but they also have some truffles that I'm like, I'm kind of thrown off by these because these do not look like your standard. These are yeah, obviously chocolate candies. Apple pie truffle is in here. Uh, it's Key little, lime it's a little bonbon with like the stuffing in there. It's it's good. Yeah. The truffles are always interesting because I always, for some stupid reason, I was a kid. I couldn't grasp the concept that, in fact, maybe I still don't know why they call them truffles. <laughs> but I think they look they, like they have truffles. the shape. Of, yeah, they have the shape of the truffle, right? Which yeah. is. That Wait, sort of like mushroomy thing. Yeah, it's a, mushroom, it's a mushroom. Right? Yeah, it's like a very oh, expensive I'm, mushroom where I'm it's like hundred dollars and a gram or an ounce, or whatever. So for when it's I was a kid, I always, I never wanted to eat the truffle chocolates because really? they always made me think of that right there, and that looks like dried shit. Yeah, that's truffles bad. are delicious. Oh, of course but they are. That looks good. like a that looks like a fucking cancerous tumor or something like yeah, pulled out. Like, like this, a donut. It looks like a donut hole. Powder. This is what your lung looks like, sort of thing after smoking. It's funny because it tastes really good though. Too many heaters, you know. Have you guys ever been to a restaurant where they like bring the truffles to the table and you have to pay per like no. slice of oh, it? Are you rich? Like, what are you rich? No, I've never, I've never done it. I just think it's always so cool when people I don't do think it. It's real. Like, I've never seen it. The height of decadence. Greg, you're gonna ask me something. Yeah. Do you want to build me a box of candy and I'll build you a box of candy? And we send each other the candy send for Christmas. Candy. Okay. Tim, I'm gonna send myself. Uh, a Tim, box of candy, I, yeah, I'm gonna build myself a box. <laughs> I just All wanted right, you to know. You guys gotta do. <laughs> Kevin, I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, Kevin. Our the most famous seas candy story that I have is when when I was real young, they the they did a partnership with Wizard of Oz for some reason. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but they sold a house, like you know, Wizard of Oz, the house got taken up in the tornado. Mm-hmm. They sold this like cardboard house that was like really big. Like you can go and it, and it kind of was like a tent for little kids. So it was like a little playhouse that like dumbass little kids get to play in right but it's mm-hmm. all cardboard but me cool greg and kevin loved this thing because we got our own little like house in our house you know that's and cool. then kevin's older sister one house inside legitimately house. took scissors to it <sighs> kevin what is wrong with your family why it can't was, anybody have one of the most fucked up things that's ever happened to me we're just sitting in there we're Fun just fact. playing with our ninja turtles then all of a sudden cut straight we just a hole and it just rips down the walls <laughs> fall down awesome. It was horrible. No memory of this. And I think that it's better this way. You know? I thought Kevin was gonna say, fun fact, I paid her to do it. (laughs) (laughs) The thing you have to imagine, Greg, though, about Kevin's family is that somewhere a long time ago, Kevin did something to deserve that. No. And that's a child you're talking about. I know, but Kevin even as a child, I'm sure there was moments where your I was a very like, nice child. To take it back My, to this like kid. I was broken into this person that is constantly trying to break you. That's fair. That's fair. So you're saying the cycle of <laughs> abuse a, continues. What a Marvel villain! Oh, <laughs> it's an absolute Marvel face. Kevin's origin. The origin story was as Kevin's like like arming the nuclear weapon as he thinks back and flashbacks and he's sitting in this little cardboard house with his best friend and then scissors come and stabbed him in the head and he's like no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's seriously like looking up from the bottom, like you made me. Like, <laughs> 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 oh god! All right, Sam, it's the one hundredth episode. You said you had a lot of cool stuff planned. What do you got? Uh, well, I showed you my books. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I do. It's not a cool thing planned, but uh, I do have a question that I want to pose to you guys. Okay. What is the moment? Dare. That, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, I was he said dare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dare. Tell him to go eat something. Tell him to go eat a bag of tea. <laughs> bite something, Greg. <laughs> so, oh God, don't bite that. Uh, what was the moment that you realized you were you? Like, like, Greg Miller became who you now look at as Greg Miller. Does that make sense? I'll give you my example of what made me think about this. Sure. I recently heard the song, Everybody Dance Now. Everybody dance now. It's great jam, dude. When I was in fourth grade, I was late to school one day. And I had to do like the, the walk of shame, kind of like opening the door and like going in, right? And I did that and all the lights were off in the building and all the kids had their heads down, like heads up, seven up style. And I was like, oh, great. This is like so bad. The lights turn on. They all pop up. Uh, the teacher hit play on a boom box and that song started playing. And like everyone was dancing and he like announced me. He was like, Tim Gettys me. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I love this right now. And that was the moment that I became me. That's <laughs> I amazing. realized I'm like, this is what I want to do with my life. I don't wow. know what that is. Yeah, but I want to have fun and I want to be able to enter places and have music play. I see what you're saying. Andy, what is your moment? Mine would have to be probably in high school theater. I was a sophomore and in the Willy Wonka play, they made the villain Slugworth into a much bigger role where he was more of a Disney type villain. And so I was Slugworth and I was the guy that made all the audience hate me. I made all the kids hate me or whatever. But um me and my, all my friends are basically like the main actors in this in this stage play and you the show starts off very structured and we do like 15 shows in in a span of like 2 weeks or something like that and during the daytime kids from all over like the Rio Grande Valley are being bussed in to like watch it and then we do night shows it's like a whole fucking thing and towards the end of the runs of the shows more and more improv starts to take place so by the end of it it's just me and all my you know your character yeah 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 and by the end of it it's me and all my friends and we're just fucking around and we're just like thinking of ways to make each other laugh and and uh, and also making the audience laugh a lot and the people who have watched the show multiple times are kind of in on it as well and uh i think it's like towards the end of that run where i was like oh me and my friends, we all have this kind of innate ability to fuck around and make people laugh mm. and uh, and be kind of endearing towards an audience. So I think I think that that's probably about when. Yeah. Nick, hmm. I'm trying to think of like one moment. I mean, I've always been kind of a goof off for sure, but it must have been. I mean, there was there's been moments in my life that I can think of. Like, I think there was one moment in college where I was at a party and I was just talking and I, I kind of stopped for a second and I realized there was like five or six people that were just around me. Like they hadn't said anything. They were just laughing and having a fun time. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I wish I could do that like all the time. And then 20 years later, I started doing stand up. So that was a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> it really put you on your path. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing too for me is like I always had Matt, right? And growing up, Matt was always funnier. Matt was always the one that everyone wanted to be around. He was always the loudest one. And so I think there was he just a part of me that was better like, than you. He definitely can. It's annoying. Um, and he's taller. Um, but I think there was always a moment where like I think in a lot of ways I stepped into his shoes because we went to the same high school. And so we knew like we only were a year apart. And so when he had graduated, I came in. And so when it was like my theater director – 
started like when I started in theater and stuff like that, she she remembered him. And so that automatically gave me the sort of like, all right, I know what we're in for with this one. Like we got the other brother. He was insane. Let's see how insane this one can be. And so that allowed me to sort of be like, okay, well, there's an expectation that I can be ridiculous, but I can also just be a little more refined because I'm not him. And so and he was always, I think, you know, looking back when I watched like old video of him or like of me and stuff like that. I'm like, he was just so much better on stage than I was. He just had a better feel for the craft of like acting and, and like being and having better stage presence. But there was always, it was always cool to have that example to look to and just be, and just, you know, just have a path to follow in that regard. Sorry. What's I, up, just saw, I just saw Greg's Reddit thread. <laughs> oh God. What, what is it? <laughs> and he doesn't care about audio listeners. Vent here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm just getting ahead of it. You know, I hate it when there's like 15 threads about the same thing. If you put one thread up there, maybe we should pin it. Just so See, and, with, and with this, with that is a great segue. Greg, what was the moment you became Greg Miller? Yeah, I want you to know I cleared the mechanism and this is the story that came up and I've cleared it several times to get to a different story, but this is the story that comes up. Three times and finally you're like, just fucking let it in. I ever jacked off after I cleaned up. The first thought was, man, I got to watch Love Live. <laughs> so I turned on the TV and watched Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, I think, talk to like Samuel Jackson. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> huh. And I think it was equal parts like, I'm going to understand this show more, but then also I need like, I need someone who understands guidance. Me. Yeah. And I, that's guidance. What it was. You know, I mean, it was the perfect harmony. I need acceptance. So let's let's just, let's I, just... I tried several times as Andy said, and Nick said, I tried to pull up. I tried, I tried to find something else. I was grasping oh, for other rings. That was the, the mind just kept saying, now nah, go to the jerk off story. Go to that go first to jerk off story. Essentially jerked off. There you go. It's, so it's not like back in the day when you were a kid and did Greg's Gazette. And it's not back in the day when you did all these amazing things and got encouragement. It's the first time you pulled your putt. <laughs> and then decided to watch. By the way, how old were you? Because I don't remember Loveline being a show until well into the late 90s. Hold on. Greg, did you say successfully? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I don't know if what I was the unsuccessful. I do. I do. I <laughs> you just out too early. You didn't know exactly what was going on, right? No, I, I, I the first time. Andy's face. Andy tried to all together. I think you know, it's like one of those things, like, you know, it, I don't know. This is what it is. Okay. And you're like, all right, there's a lot of work. I'm going to go to bed. I think I'm done. And you weren't done. You know what I mean? And then you, you do it again right before you watch Love Line and you just push through it. You know what I mean? And you find something new. And then you're like, this yeah, is what it, it, I, yeah, I was going to say. It was a chore back then, but I did push through. I remember distinctly being like, yeah. one day I'll like this. Sure. I just put the effort in. Yeah. It, no. I didn't that. <laughs> what a great for, I think for everyone, it was the second I touched that when we had the awakening. It was an awakening. I was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see where this world goes. It was just before... I was fully there, kind of. Yeah, thing. you weren't. You probably hadn't like developed all to the point where you, you knew you're supposed to do happen. it, but you weren't. You didn't know you're. You didn't know how to do it. Like you know her, I mean? yeah. Oh, you, for you, sure. You know, you would feel like the feeling, but nothing yeah. would happen. Yeah. Until, again, I've told this story before. It was watching the Cindy Margolis show, the number one downloaded oh, woman yeah. in the two thousands, and that's the first time that uh, that when I climaxed, something came out. And yeah. I was like, what's happening? And I got exactly. so scared. You're right. And I remember, I remember, I've told the story again uh, before several times. I was watching a couple weeks ago. I had just watched an episode of Frasier where Frasier could not produce any more semen. The semen wasn't strong enough in order to preg impregnate whoever he was dating. Or there was somebody mm -hmm. on the show that didn't, that had like very weak 
uh, weak semen, and and like we Niles. couldn't couldn't impregnate the woman, and they were like, "Sorry, dude, you're just too old." This and I was like, "Oh my god!" So like, is that's what happens if you do this too early? I got really really scared. Cindy mm-hmm. Margolis yeah. though, and also uh, Girls Gone Wild too. When did Cindy Margolis have her own show? Was it was did you say MTV? No, it was like on NBC or CBS or ABC. I don't remember this at all. That's Maybe weird. it was the E. Maybe it was E. Uh, it must for the be. record, too, for your knowledge, uh, Nicholas Scarpino, Loveline was on MTV from 1996 to 2000. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because I remember listening. I, I guess that yeah, that does check out. I apologize then. That that would have been the time. That was roughly the round of time that I got into Loveline too, because I started driving and then working at night and that i remember driving home from boompa's pizza where i used to work in the mission not mission grove it was in the uh, university center and i used to drive home and listen to love line and i used to i loved that show so much that was like that you want to talk about shows that really like helped open your eyes to what the world could be adam carolla on love line was one of those things where you go wait a minute this guy is so not made for radio and yet he's absolutely fascinating. Like, Tim, I don't know if you listened to Love Line back oh, in the day. Oh, my God, yeah. And I don't My know who CD, your CD yeah. player that I had also had, like, AM, FM radio on it as well. And every night I would listen to oh, it. I, but thought you, you, like, I thought you were going to say you burned episodes of CDs. <laughs> that would have been some Tim-ass shit to do. I was I like, I sold it to my friends in class the next day. But I just remember listening to Adam Carolla and, like, you know, up until this point, like, I mean, Dr. Drew was always, like, professional. And someone would call in with – they would call in with something and Adam would hit a point – literally every second call where he was just tired of the person and no matter what that person was saying he would cut it off you know you know no 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 no. just stop hang up on this person or say something horrible that you were just like that's not what a radio personality is supposed to i was used to like i grew up like with like casey Kasem and like ryan seacrest and like all these people they're not ryan seacrest who was the guy with that from kiss fm that was big rick d's rick d's who were these guys that were like triple a that doing the character of the radio guy and then here comes adam carolla who is just like a curmudgeon old uncle and it was so unbelievably fascinating and awesome to listen to because you're like it it felt like one of your like your brother's friends was just shooting the shit on the radio yeah that was i mean that was i i I don't know obviously what it's like to be a kid these days but i and i remember back then what a big deal love line was and i'm blanking on it right now but in chicago b96 i'm not sure if that was a nationwide station had like a knockoff love line and i remember what uh as you're you know what i guess what do you call them what do you call 12 year olds not teenagers right Was well, you're on that cusp or Queens, whatever right? Queens, adolescence or whatever right Queens, or like when yeah. you're between that or whatever and then even when you become a teenager or whatever like listening to that felt at the time you know before the internet was what it is obviously and everything else it, it felt like so secretive and it would be that thing i remember listening in my room with like the clock radio like that i had to wait that i didn't even use for an alarm clock but i had for some reason you'd listen to that and just sit there and listen to do your homework or whatever but then keep it down because it was like stuff you didn't want your parents to hear and then the next day at school talk about non-stop what you had heard on there or yeah. what this person had said or what situation they were into and then yeah when it came to mtv it was like a different ball game i have I, to I, imagine I, it's just no go ahead Andy. i was gonna say like i'm very very sad very sad news everybody cindy Margolis show was in fact canceled um oh it was canceled. yeah the Cindy, yeah uh it was canceled november 24 2000 it ran for 15 episodes okay. uh and the the wikipedia entry says um it's a 2000 television show filmed in miami beach florida the premise of the show was to have a lot of young people party and dance around a stage of which various events took place such as bikini contests the yeah. show was hosted by Margolis and Lance Crawl with DJ Scribble providing dance music for the party goers. Mm-hmm. And then I then went to Wikipedia, Cindy Margolis herself, just 
just to look at her filmography, first showed up in Austin Powers as a fembot in 1997. Oh, wow. Last showed up in Sharknado 3 playing herself. <clears throat> wow. I was totally confused, by the way. I, for some reason, when you said Cindy Margolis, thought you were talking about Kylie Minogue. And those are two <laughs> very different, different people. people. I don't know why. For some reason, I just oh, thought, you've got to be talking about Kylie when Minogue. When it started, uh, when he said Cindy Margolis, I pictured Daisy Fuentes. I remember when Cindy Margolis was showing up as the most downloaded woman of the internet. Like, what does That's that mean? Why? Yeah, I, I, had, I had no idea what that even meant at the time. There was also this one other show Daisy that... Fuentes. I haven't thought about that in a while. There was also this one other nighttime person. sort of show that was very... Person, very... I haven't thought about that person is what I meant to say. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, there was another apologies. nighttime show that was very similar to um, Married with Children, kind of in that same sitcom-y vein, mm-hmm. but more mature, you know, as far as language goes. And there was a, there was a, a puppet rabbit, a rabbit uh, puppet. Greg oh, the Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, what's him called? The Bunny. I used to have to write Greg, Greg, Greg the Bunny. bunny? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the girl on there just did stuff to me, too. Like, I was just like, or, you know. Like in real life? I the guess bunny did for me. No, yeah, I love that thing. I bought yeah. one. I bought. I had a Greg the Bunny. Oh, but it was you, Seth Green. That's right. It was Seth you Green. You had one before right. the show ever came out, right? I don't remember, but I had this bunny. Wait, no, wait. I remember. I'm it. thinking of Woofers. <laughs> Woofers. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I'm not the way lost. that Kevin's mind works, just <laughs> just the words that come out of his mouth, like as if anybody can understand them. Like you get it. I do get it. I but that's because I unfortunately know how your brain works. Like oh. you, you know woofers too. <laughs> Who's woofers? I don't know woofers. <laughs> woofers. Mr. Woofers was my stuffed dog that I had. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Wait, Wait, so Andy was, show, was it there was a redhead girl on the show. Uh, not on this show. Like, okay, so this isn't right? the show then. There, there was a- definitely a, the show I'm thinking of had uh, this redhead girl that was meant to be sort of the uh, what uh, wasn't it a married dog? children the daughter Kelly Bundy. Yeah, the, it's sort of yeah. that that figure of just like the eye candy, the the sort of uh, you know blonde. Uh, obviously she was she was a redhead, so it doesn't really make sense what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but that was the role that she played on the show. No, and that's she was, stereotypical she character, like, yeah. I thought she was, like, insanely hot. And Wait. that was, like, one of those nighttime shows. What's up, Captain? What, what was the name of the – like, it was, there was a show with, like – was it, a, like, a gray dog that would talk to the guy? No, that's – That's the the one with uh, – what's his face? No, Elijah Wood. Frodo. That one. No, yeah, Frodo no, did that. That, that's too – that's more recent. Well, I know it's recent. Yeah, yeah. God, I, I, I'm, it's killing me because it's, it's very similar of – this married with children vibe, but there was a character on the show that was like a puppet or somebody in a costume, or it was a toy that everybody spoke to normally too. It wasn't like this random ass thing. He was just now, part of the Andy, family. Are you thinking about small wonder? I saw someone reference small wonder on Twitter yesterday and it made me angry. Yeah, you don't get it. Now, see here, the thing is, Tim, remember the other day you paid me a very nice compliment. You said, Nick, most of the time you just talk out of your ass and I don't understand any of your fucking references. But when it came to Karate Kid, you were like, you were singing the glory of love for the longest time and finally you saw the moment mm-hmm. and it touched you and you're like, Nick might have been right about this one. Got this it. might be the greatest, this is the greatest power ballad ever. One day, you're going to, I don't know what you're going to be watching. You're going to stumble across an episode of Small Wonder and it's going to catch you, right? And you're going to be like, <laughs> 
Oh my god! I don't want to live in a world where I see a small wonder. Andy, you're thinking of unhappily ever after. Nikki Cox. Oh yeah, Nikki Cox. That's right. Wait, was there a little? Was there a puppet on that? Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a weird dog, and it was the knockoff uh, uh, Married with Children. Oh shit! This is the one. I think with the kid from uh, fucking Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my god! This is the one. I feel like Nikki Cox had her own show too. Didn't she have like the Nikki Cox show or something like that? No, maybe it was just the show. No, she had Nikki. That's right. Two thousand to two thousand two. You guys, this is weird. This is like I remember this now, but through the lens of that, I thought it was uh, a dream. No, the married bunny. Married with children. Married children. I was gonna say, are you getting sort of those? uh, Are you getting sort of the Shazam Kazam vibes from this show? (laughs) Oh my god, I do remember this, and I remember. Is that the guy from Entourage? Did we just go over that? Sorry. And that's the great dog from Entourage, right? Yeah. What a weird, what a weird world. Through the late nineties, man. (laughs) Too many hours to fill. I guess so. That's when TV blew up. You're right. It was like there's like 500 networks now. We all have to make fucking shows with puppets. Mr. Floppy. Is his name? Weird. Damn, it ran for four years. Good for them. What was that? What's the dad's name in that? I don't know. This is a fever dream. Like I'm look. I'm Google image searching this now. I'm looking at it, and I just can't believe it's real. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. Do we want to watch the intro? Because I want to see how similar it is to. I do. I'd love to see that. Thank you. I'm on it. That's a that's a great call, Kevin. Right after that, we're going to see a word from our sponsors, and, we're, and then we're going to save someone's Christmas. All right, that, that's what we're doing. Oh, cool. Okay, fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Do you all want to save my Christmas? Christmas? Sorry, what? Do you all want to save my Christmas? I was sending you a box of candy. Remember, we're going to plan it. All right, that's right, I'm ready. Hit it. Oh, it's Canadian. But, Andy, I want to get back to your Christmas at some point. Okay. Yeah, damn it. You guys can't hear it. Give me a second. Andy, what's wrong? What do, what do you need to do to save your Christmas? What do you want? Um, candy. Uh, he, he needs me to get a pound of seasoned candy. Him, delivered. This might be you serious. I'm just thinking of like stuff that I want. <laughs> okay, it's not serious. All right, ready? Yeah. Oh my god, this is wait. Is this not the same song okay. from Married with Children? It is not. No, no. that's Love not. and Marriage. All right. Love and Marriage. Oh my god. This oh is god, insane, guys. It is Kevin Connolly. Oh my god. So this is like a blatant ripoff of yeah. Oh yeah. Was, we were married with children house, so I wasn't watching it. Bobcat oh, that's right. Bobcat Goldway was Mr. Flappy. Okay. I think I I maybe like this more, but somehow this has been deleted. Yeah, because it's not as good. Yeah, married with children. It's married with. They set. What the hell is smoking? Yeah, he's smoking a cigarette. So, like, it was the dad's, like, childhood puppet, right? And the dad, like, talked to it yeah. or something like that? The coping mechanism. Uh, yeah. I just remember, like, I, I remember the show vaguely. Married with Children, I watched Are you so ready for many episodes of that. But I, I, I did not like the show at all. Synopsis. The series was initially supposed to be star- a starring vehicle for Stephanie Hodge, whose character Jenny was the focus of the first few episodes. The series concept was soon reworked. Jack, uh, who had been kicked out of the house and was living in his own apartment, was brought back home and moved into the basement. Soon Jack, a family man with schizophrenia, whose only friend was a talking toy rabbit, became the central character, along with the rabbit, Mr. Floppy. In the first two seasons, storylines featured Jenny's mother, Maureen Statley, uh, when, uh, who was Joyce Van Patten. When Van Patten left the show, her character was killed 
killed off. By the show's third season, Tiffany, Nikki Cox, became a breakout character, and Cox became the de facto co-star of the show alongside Pearson. Stories focused on Tiffany and Ryan's high school, then community college escapades, and the producers tried to kill off Jenny's increasingly unnecessary character and return her as a ghost. Negative audience reaction made them quickly reverse this action. The character was brought back to life in a deliberately bizarre sequence in which a negative executive, a network executive, wandered onto the set and announced that she, announced that she was no longer dead. <laughs> Nevertheless, Hodge decided to leave the show in several episodes after Jenny's bizarre reappearance. She abandoned her family for a lesbian lover and was never seen again. Cox was already signed a star in a new series for the WB when unhappily <laughs> ended. This show is wild. <laughs> And the final season focused more on Tiffany, a new character joined the cast. Tiffany's rival, Barbara Caulfield. Uh, the series wrapped up on a final episode in which Jack finally made enough money to send Tiffany to Harvard University. Once Jack started making money, he no longer needed Floppy, and his schizophrenia was cured, and Floppy returned to being just a stuffed animal. Jack soon went insane from drinking again and bought, brought Floppy back from the dead. What the? Damn. F- All right. Cool. Can you can you imagine if there being a really big fan base for this and how social media would have been at that time? Just how like angry the fans would have been, how confused the fan base would have been. Like, what is happening with this show? Because it ran for four years. Like, you don't get picked up for four seasons if you're not that popular. So there was a fan base of some some amount. Um. That's crazy. That's wild. I was thinking about like how crazy Twitter would have been. Okay, hold on. No, the- no. Oh my God, Andy. You couldn't have set this up better because at the bottom of the Wikipedia page, there's the links or whatever. There's an unhappily ever after fan page. And this is cs.cmu.edu. Which, which college is cmu, uh, Andy.edu? Anyway, no, I don't know. This is the one that's being uh, put here. And the first thing at the top of the page right now, right? Uh, some thoughts on the finale. The first thing that struck me about the series finale is how it was the first episode in a long time to be true to the original premise of the series in that it focused mainly on Jack. The second thing that struck me is that the show was on for five seasons and they never figured out what the heck to do with Ross. Airing the pilot episode right afterwards was a nice touch, although it certainly reminded me of how much the show had changed after the first season. It was fun seeing how young kids looked, except for Ross. I hadn't really noticed that the kids had aged. I am now definitely convinced that they got a new Mr. Floppy puppet during the second season. It was a shame they didn't air the original opening credits with the original theme song, though. I also have to wonder if they uh, edited some material from it to make time for more commercials. I don't remember seeing Barry appear in it last night, but he appeared in the credits. Not everybody was perverts, it turns out. Some people actually loved the show. Not all of them. Not all of them were. Just really, really quick, I, w- I was thinking about the other day, uh, totally, uh, you know, not very related to what we're talking about, but how Twitter would have been when uh, being like, wait, they, there's another fucking Death Star? Really? Like, I was just There's just another Death Star? That's what they make again? Yeah. <laughs> they covered one porthole this time, Lord Almighty. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, remember, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. You can hear us talk about whatever it is we want to talk about as we catch up with friends. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to be part of the show, just like Chris is when we come back. But more importantly for this right now, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, here are our sponsors. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take? And have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. 
Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and, and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kindoffunny to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Up next, it's ExpressVPN. It is December, which means it's time for Christmas movies. But what if you go to Netflix and discover your favorite Christmas movie isn't available? Get ready to have your mind blown. You can use ExpressVPN to watch any Netflix library in the world. Uh, this weekend, I know Cool Greg was over there. He was using ExpressVPN to stream a whole bunch of cl Christmas classics. I think he was watching Love Actually on German Netflix. This is all according to Tim. Go after him if it's not right. Uh, it was simple. Uh, he opens the app. He hits the button. It changes his location. It's refreshed his Netflix, and there it is. See, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 countries, so just imagine all the Netflix libraries you can explore. And, of course, it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. That's Disney+. Plus. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason Kind of Funny uses ExpressVPN to watch movies and shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering, and you can always stream in HD. ExpressVPN works with all your devices too, including phones, tablets, so, uh, media consoles, and smart TVs, so you can use it to watch whatever you want on the go or the big screen. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and get your holiday fix at expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny. And finally, it's Hims. You know all about 4hims.com, the one-stop shop for uh, sexual wellness, for uh, baldness, for just taking care of yourself. Of course, Nick and Andy have been using it to treat their hair loss for quite some time. They get their vitamins shipped. You know all about it. They went online to 4hims.com. They had a meeting with a doctor. The doctor said, you know what? This is right for you. They prescribed the generic equivalents to well-known name brands. They were sent discreetly to Nick and Andy's door where they continue to do it. Today, we're going to talk about ED, that's erectile dysfunction. Uh, at 4HIMS, you don't have to deal with in-person conversations with a doctor. They'll connect you with medical professionals online for a confidential review, and if appropriate, send prescription treatment right to your door. 4HIMS.com is all about men's wellness. Need help with ED, hair loss, or have a cold? Interested in mental health or COVID-19 home tests? HIMS is here for you. Uh, through HIMS, you can get prescription medication that treats ED. It's real science, real solutions to ED. HIMS connects you with a licensed medical professional online who can prescribe FDA-approved prescription medication to treat ED. You get the same active ingredient as the expensive little pills, but without the expensive price tag. This could cost hundreds of bucks if you had to go to a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims makes it simple and affordable, and there's no embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. You just answer a few questions online about your medical history, and a provider will confidentially review. Try Hims today by starting with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash kindoffunny for your free visit. That's forhims.com slash kindoffunny, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash kindoffunny. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical professional who 
will determine if the prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. And remember, forhims.com slash kind of funny. All right, everybody. It's our final show of 2020. It's our final show before Christmas. Chris needs our help settling some Christmas drama. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long is one. this another burger one? No. Hello? I finally decided to become a Patreon member, so I figured with this, I would ask you a question that I would all like your opinion on. Did I ruin Christmas 2020? Mm-hmm. It started a few weeks ago. My brothers went and got him. My, he says brothers went and got himself one of those new fancy Galaxy watches. He showed me the piano face. I needed it. I'm a sucker for new tech, and he knows this. My watch uh, had been wearing the watch I had been wearing broke about the same time, so I expressed to my wife how I needed it. Now. My wife didn't celebrate Christmas before we got married due to her religion. And me, I'm not a huge fan anyway. So our tradition has always been just buy something for ourselves and say, this is what you got me. And it's always worked. Then Black Friday sales came up and the watch dropped to 250 smackaroos. I called my wife and told told her and she told me, come home first. I said, quote, check stock levels first. I don't want to miss out. So her and my mom uh, were then called me back five minutes later saying all stock in all stores was exhausted. Gutted, I, I checked online. I temporarily checked online and sure as shit, I went and got it online. I called her back, very proud I had gotten and she w- gotten it and she wasn't happy. Two minutes later, my brother called me back and screamed, you fucking idiot, you ruined Christmas. I already got you the watch two weeks ago. Go return it. I replied, well, I just got it for $250 cheaper than yours. Return yours. Did I ruin Christmas? Because the way I see it, I had no expectations for my brother to buy me the watch. Maybe my wife, but no one else. Plus, who buys cool, sh- who buys cool shit two weeks before Black Friday? Am I the one to blame for being impatient? And they did lie to me as well uh, by saying uh, there's no stock available, which did put me in a panic, so it didn't help at all. Thanks for everything you do, Chris McFarlane. P.S., Mum has now declared that no one can buy themselves anything from November 1st till Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) A declaration. Which is stupid because, well, Black Friday sales. Should there be a blanket you can't buy things on this? Should there be a blanket you can't buy things from this date? And how early is too early to buy someone gifts? All of this is just a loud, emphatic no. Just know all of this. No, you didn't ruin Christmas. No, you shouldn't be doing any of this shit. This is nonsense. This is the worst aspects of the the holiday season all coming together to annoy the shit out of me right now. You're the, yeah, this guy sounds, this guy sounds, you'd get along with him and his wife. Just whatever. I bought you this. This is what you bought me. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. We're good. I get my Galaxy watch for a good deal, good price. That's all that I could ask for. Yeah. See, I, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't have a brother. I ate my twin in utero. But the thing I would think is if he survived, or she, for that matter, if they survived, if they survived, I would think that we would have a fun relationship, right, outside of me eating them. It would be there's a chunk out of their head. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I, I would think that like if this happened, it would be like a ha ha, and, and I would tell the brother, yeah, return it. You know what I mean? Give me two. You can just you can give me the two hundred fifty dollars, and I got the watch, and everybody's happy. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares about any of this? Why is on, well, on opening the damn box on the day such a big deal? Yeah, my thing is always with the Christmas present stuff. I'm like, if you have kids, it's different, right? But I feel like you get the kids the presents they can't buy for themselves unless they've smartly figured out how to steal their mother's credit card. For me, I've had to actually have some tough conversations with my family where I'm like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to sure. do gift exchanges anymore. I don't. It became harder 
when I moved up here and then I'd have to either fly or drive the gifts down. And I'm like, guys, I just don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Also, there's nothing that I want that you're going to get me. And I don't mean that in like a, mm -hmm. like you can't, I just mean like I get the stuff that I want for myself, but I also don't buy a lot of things. I'd rather you guys just hang out with me. Let me take that money and spend it toward an additional, a couple tickets for myself or for you guys to come up and come see me. Um, and my brother was the last holdout on that because he really loves giving gifts. But it was every single time he'd give me something, I'd be like, dude, like he used to give me candles and stuff. I'm like, I can't take this back up on it's, it's it's no disrespect. I love it. It's amazing. I love the feeling of like you cared enough to buy me this, but I have to then take it back up with me. And like I had to throw a candle out one time because I was like, they won't let me take it through security and things like that. Candles. So, I think you said candle. camels, like cigarettes. No, Smoke I mean, if you've got them, Johnny. <laughs> those you can definitely take through security, yeah. but. Yeah, so we had had some hard, and my mom was on the same road with you. She was like, I just don't want you guys to feel like you have to get me some stuff because my house has so, like, but the problem is with my parents, they don't have hobbies. So inevitably, it defaulted to just getting them tchotchke, it, just to have something for them to open. And there's only so many cigar ashtrays you can get my dad before I'm like, I think he's got enough. He's got one in literally every room. So tchotchke? Get him the one from, get him the one from uh, Gremlins, the smokeless ashtray. Smokeless. Uh, I don't think that worked. It, wasn't that the whole no, reason why he had to start breeding Gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> Mike L. Mike L. in the live chat right now says, gift giving should primarily be for children. I yeah. am up. And I, I agree. agree I agree entirely. All, like I've said this many times. All of my Grinch bullshit dies the moment I have a kid that realizes what, what the hell is oh, going on. Or if up. any of you have kids, whoever has the first kid, spoiling. Uncle Nick. I've always wanted to be cool, Uncle Nick. Sure. And like, I have friends that have kids, but they're just Andy. It's too far to drive to see him. I'm it's not a long have, way. Yeah. Far, yeah, I got friends that live 40 minutes south. I'm, I can't be a part of your kid's life. But you guys not are going to be better. around me, and the kids are going to. You're going to bring the kids to me, which is Inevitably. what I really want. Inevitably, yeah. the kid. So one of the kids is dropping by the studio at some point. Cool, Uncle Nick's going to teach me how to play basketball. Wow. Hey, man, had a, like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've seen cool Uncle Nick playing basketball. You want well, someone else to be a kid. He's got to be better than a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know about that. Know. <laughs> he hurt I his mean, arm how old is and the got kid? really <laughs> mad. He, he got so mad after he hurt his arm. <laughs> oh, I, I, I threw Dude, my shoulder wait, out. Shoot the ball. Real, real quick, uh, speaking of bringing kids to the, the studio, I brought Moose to the studio for the first time ever a couple days ago because I had to get something there. And he met Toonces. Now, <laughs> for those of you at home that doesn't know who Toonces is, Nick, would you like to explain? Hold on, real quick, real, before you explain. Twice I looked at Toonces thinking it was real when I was <laughs> when I was packing up my shit. Like it happened twice where I turned around and got like the oh I got like the little spook in me like oh never mind it's Stephen. How how do we find? Oh wait, no people think, should know about this. It was uh it was a KFF thing. thing. Yeah, I gave myself uh or rather you guys got me for my birthday Toonces uh I believe which was a gift exchange thing. I get one of the stupid things we don't get have. But Toonces was a thing I found at um target it's a weight for like a door stopper or a weight for doors that has a little handle on it but the the it's a photorealistic picture of a cat and if you see it from the right angle you just think a cat sitting by your door looking at you yeah, and it's not you know. an angry look andy but it's not oh. it's not it's not a happy to see you. A happy look either yeah it's more of like a something's gonna happen and i don't know what but neither of us are gonna like it look but yeah awful. twice i twice it freaked me out like no joke i turned around to i'm at my desk and i'm throwing stuff out and because uh, again we're, we're clearing out our studio and i was clearing out my stuff and i turned around to go take something back to the kitchen and i just like oh i'd get that little little you know when you you think there's somebody in the room even mm -hmm. like 
at Rooster Teeth when you know all you know Gus had his cut up his, his um cut out cardboard cut out like body and that would always freak you out and shit like that and it was this it's the same effect of thinking that there's a cat in the studio <laughs> <laughs> like how did this get here how long has this been here you anyway, happy to know Andy. Moose, Moose, yeah what did Moose think fine. what did Moose yeah Moose didn't, fine. Okay. I've never seen him this scared of anything in my life like he was like I had to like to get him in the room because I had to close the door so he wouldn't run around uh he was still on his leash and I had to like do the thing where I'm like pulling him and he's like Trying to get away from him, like you stupid shit. It's a freaking wait. Like, just has he met a cat? Does he know what a cat is? He's met Thomas. Oh, okay. But and like a normal cat. Has he met a normal? Yeah, cat? I was gonna say anything that comes out of Kevin's house. There's I can no totally understand scarring cat. you for life. No, no, no. He's him and Thomas get along, but him and Toontz's. Oh hell no. Why no, do we call it Toontz's again? I don't remember. Toontz is the driving cat. Thing. Yeah, we're old. We're old. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. me and Nick we're. are old and remember Phil Hartman's Saturday Night Live, and that's about the time Toontz's the driving cat was a big deal. <laughs> that it was a cat that would drive, but the the he joke was every single time we would drive him off all over the town. Toontz's the driving that, cat. That was the time that I didn't really understand what that bit was and why it was funny. Like I, I was still a little too young to know why that bit was funny. I just didn't get it. I didn't understand it. It was just so stupid. That's why. And it, it's uh, the one I remember is the one that Tim uh, Greg or Tim just put in the chat, which is the one with Steve Martin when Steve Martin used to guest host. That was the thing I sure. remember him and 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 what's uh, God, what is her name? Um, Olivia something? No. Anyway, Victoria Jackson. Victoria Jackson. Thank you. I remember them being the ones who were like, "It's so awesome that Tunes is driving us to the." Th-. And then Andy was like, "It would just cut to stock footage of them driving off a cliff every single time." <laughs> Wait, Kevin, <laughs> so like, pull this up. Pull up. My favorite was when Linda Hamilton yeah, sorry, hosted for what? Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. go to assets and pull up this uh tunes is driving cat uh, uh when linda hamilton hosted and it was like it was uh they were riffing on terminator 2 and tunes was fucking driving the car with the terminator and he just fucking went off the side <laughs> <laughs> every every time and it, it always ended the same where a man this cat really can drive no tunes is <laughs> and the stock footage of it going off the thing so good so funny <laughs> oh god it does I, it, I, it's, it's not it's not it's not what we call a deep joke, Andy. It's Y'all got your Andy Samberg down his laser cats. This is what paved the way. All right. Yeah, this is the shoulder. I see on your TikTok, Andy, day. talking about lonely boys. I know what you're up to over yeah. there. This is what made it all possible. Who loves lonely boys? <laughs> loves I, see. Lonely boys. <laughs> I see it. I know what's happening over there. Don't worry about it, everyone. Oh, man. So, God yeah, Chris, you're something. totally in the right. No, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. They should calm down. They should slow their roll. I also think yeah. that, yeah, like, it's hard. I, I, granted, I haven't been part of a. Uh, a family that lives close to each other for a long time. So, like, I don't even think about buying people gifts. It's usually a car. And then, oh, shit, I got to mail something over there. You know what I mean? Like, but I I was talking to somebody else who was doing, like, the traditional, oh, we're doing Christmas shopping. And we went and got this for my mom. And then I was like, did they want these things? And, like, oh, no, these are things that, like, we got them that we're thinking of. And I'm like, oh, okay. I remember it, being a kid and doing that, but I just moved out of it, I guess. It would be a thing if maybe they hinted at you at any point, hey, you know, okay. yeah, you that's true. Watch, don't you? And then you got it anyway, and be like, "Come on, we were hinting at you. Why would you fucking buy it?" I right. can understand maybe that, but still, like, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the that one right there. That's it. That's a little shit right there. <laughs> See that look? That look could mean I just shit on something of yours, or, or I'd like to be petted right now. Don't that's... close your eyes and yeah, way, don't see the one I open. You. Yeah, just scared the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Andy on this. Like, 
She's, I just I just looked over and there was a Coke Zero right by my face. I had asked for a while back. Um, I'm with Andy where if, if you got the person the present and they say, hey, I'm getting this, then you have to go one layer deeper and be like, or maybe you shouldn't. Wink, 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 yeah. wink. Or maybe you should just wait and see what my – mom, my mom used to be like, maybe you should wait and see what Santa got you. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Okay, that's code for somebody got me the watch. I appreciate yeah. it. Once we become adults, really, I kind of feel like – Bro, I got you that watch for Christmas. Don't get it. It's like a- this thing, the other day, like a uh, uh, Jen's sister hit me up and was like, "Hey, you know, uh, basically, like, can you help me get Cyberpunk or whatever?" And I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. We were wondering what to get you for Christmas. Here you go." And I just gave it to her right then. I'm like, "This is for Christmas. You know what I mean? Enjoy it now, kind of thing. Like, why, why make people wait again? Shows you on your PS4. I understand all that. This year, more than any other year, I have." Sp- I spent so much money on just nobody on look at assets right now. If you're looking at assets, close assets. Don't look at it. Okay. I spent so much That's money. Uh, my, my, you need to bring it up. My mom and my dad uh, were like, Hey, we want to buy the girls. Uh, my nieces want to buy the girls new mattresses. Uh, do you want to pitch in? So like they showed me the price and it was like, you know, $1,200 yeah, for two mattresses. And I was like, fuck. I was like, all right, sure. So I threw in a, a pretty big chunk in for that. But I was like, and then and then me and then we ended up doing a, a video chat on Thanksgiving. And I was like, yeah, but I don't wanna just contribute to mattresses. Like that's just not fun. Like the yeah. the girls are at the girls are at an age right now, the twins are at an age where uh well one of them at least really loves wearing makeup. And it's like I still want to give them money to buy something cool. Like I don't want to be the guy who's just like, oh yeah, I pitched in and you got a bunch of fucking socks and shit. Like, nah, man. Like I want to at least have something cool that you could be like, oh yeah, Theo Andy bought this for me, or he gave me money and I bought this or whatever. And I gave him money for that. And then it's you know, my dad wants a, a new uh recliner, and my mom's been doing online shopping. So we got her. It's just like, fuck, man, this this thing, this Christmas more than ever has been exhausting when Andy, it comes to just funds. You got to cut it out. You got to cut it out. When everyone hits 30, that's when you go, we're not going to buy each other anything anymore. We're going to give each other the gift of us. And you've got the kids. You've got the nephews. It's time to just spoil the shit out of them and let Uncle Nick have a bourbon and a box of C's candy and just leave me alone. That's it. Just leave him alone. Leave Uncle that's Nick. Uh, Kevin, can you bring up the links? Uh, while we've been live... Uh, they're doing a Super Nintendo World Direct showing some of the stuff from the new right. theme park or whatever. The one that's exploding right now is that they have a Mario costume here, as you can see, but it blinks. <laughs> amazing oh, no. photos of him being all fucked up. I gave you three different links. See the other ones too, Andy. Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Kevin. Because oh, he looks so fucked up as he blinks in the middle of it. That is the look. The Andy Cortez one there, kind that's of comparing his Mario to that Mario. <laughs> Wait, that is that's amazing, Andy. <laughs> Hold on, Andy. Recently, you did another one of these things, and I fucking died at how funny it was. What what was it? The dick one. It was the cyberpunk dick thing. Is that the one? No, it, it wasn't. The that dick. was hilarious. It was either Snape or Ray Romano. It yes. Can we please bring that up? I need to find it because I need that joy in my life right now. I mean, is it on I'm, your Twitter? I, I might be able to bring it up here, but I don't really know if anything's lined up. I don't think things are lined up uh, for this. Hold on. Line up, bro. Oh, oh, you mean, it. yeah, wear it. No, it's your eyes. Oh, God, it's so horrifying. Together. It looks like the Predator's hey. eyes, that they're a little too They're a little too close. Oh, I found the clip. I found the clip. Hold Please on. Go, feel free to go to the kind of fun, or I'm sorry, reddit.com slash r slash kind of funny and talk on the thread about Andy not caring about audio listeners. I already commented on that thread, by the way. Oh, dude, he's proving it right now. now, I know, but the the clip got me. Yeah, hold on. Uh, Let me switch. 
Oh, Andy. No. Oh, oh, oh my this God, looks so scary. Stop. I don't like this game. <laughs> oh, my God, Andy. These Those don't work. Sorry, I don't have the cameras lined up for them. Expelliarmus. Doesn't it work, Kevin? <laughs> Andy, what's crazy I mean, it's, it's there. What's crazy about it is that it works so well that if you just talk normally, if you don't try to do the accent, it actually, like, is spot on. Just talk right. a little bit. Wait, what's your favorite yeah. donut? What, make your eyes bigger. I mean, Standard chocolate. Standard chocolate is definitely one, but it's the small eyes are really they're really selling Kevin. <laughs> the small eyes selling Kevin. You're crazy. Yeah, it's selling it is not tomorrow. what it's doing. Uh, yeah, the fact yeah. that the mouth is just a little too small and tight. God, is you just know, so somebody's bad. watching this content with their kids, and like you're scarring <laughs> their kids not. for life. They're not. Oh my uh, god, Andy, was <laughs> All right, ready? <laughs> yeah, play with audio, please. Is this like a music version of Lord of the Rings? No. Oh God, he looks so scary. <laughs> I was setting it up. I was in the middle of setting this up. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh my God, no. Oh no. 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 Not anymore. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> With my lips. It looks like I'm Christian Bale in Dark Knight, but I'm not oh, wearing yeah. a Batman suit. I'm wearing a Ray, Ray Romano suit. <laughs> you have to understand that this city needs us. This city will never need you. <laughs> Andy, you're so good. Debra, you're so I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get her. Yeah, you haven't gotten better with that, huh? It's. Okay, yeah, it's Kermit. Kermit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get a coffee dip. Uh, yeah, I... Did you understand? <laughs> I look like Ralph Macchio, actually. Ralph oh, Macchio. You do look like Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Like now, the way he looks now. Nah, no, you know, ain't no problem, ma. Nah, we're just, and nah, we're, we're just doing karate, ma. Ma, we're doing karate. It's no problem, ma. Expelliarmus. Andy, I, I thank you for bringing this joy to my life. I think I've watched that 50 times. Like, it makes me gut laugh every single fucking time when you pop into Ray Romano. <laughs> I try to do the Ray Romano, man, but. No, just Andy, the, fa the fact of the matter is it's just way funnier that you're failing at it. It, even if you if you were just spot on Raymond, it wouldn't be as funny because you're you're just finding it is 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 the process that I want to watch every single time. It's the adventure of getting there, right? It is the yeah. process, and yeah. I and I the the one thing that I really wanted to sort of accentuate with that comedic beat of like clearly I'm not getting it. Back to Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point with that one. That's great. That was perfect. Your bail is spot on, by the way. Thank that you. is pretty spot on. Thank you very much. What is Ladies that? A nutcracker? What do you got? No, it's a, it, oh, this is a crimper. This is an ongoing thing from today. Dog clipper? It's a nail clipper. Yeah. yeah. It's something I talked, I started uh, the last piece I love you for next week with explaining the blessing. So, as you know, I've had Portillo 15 years. As you know, cutting his nails are a nightmare. And there was one very, very bloody attempt in roughly 2010 2011 where i was just like you know what i'm done i'm gonna just take him to the vet every time and have them do it because they'll do nail trim there 
And uh, with COVID, they don't do that anymore. So I've had to re- go back to doing it myself, even though I could go to like a, a groomer or whatever. How often, uh, how often is this a thing? You should you should do way more than I do it uh, for Till's Nails. I have like it's a whole thing where I hope Moose is in a better place. I hope Cecil's in a better place. Where if you do it consistently as a puppy, they'll get used to it and they won't be a thing. And their quick won't grow out, which is it's hard to explain. I guess if you don't understand, it's but like if you were to hold the dogs, if you have if you hold the dogs like uh, if you had like probably Cecil, if you hold his nails like up, they're white. Skin? I assume. No, it's inside like a blood like inside. If you go deep enough down, there's going to be blood in the nail where the nail connects to the thing or whatever. Mm. It's called the quick. And they'll grow out with the nail. So Portillo's nails have always been grown out. So oh, like he has quick, quicks are super long. So I'd have to be super vi- di- diligent about cutting it back and doing it professionally if I actually wanted them to go backwards. But I just do it to the bare minimum so he's comfortable. Yeah, so long story, off. sorry. Diagram exactly. two is the problem you're having right here. Maybe Give him peg three. legs. It's a long quick. Let me let me let me go in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the most Stu God thing I've ever heard. Nick said. The long quick. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, you got like a two going on there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I've been slacking on doing it even at home now or whatever, and so I needed to. But he hates it so much and fights me so much, and now he's so old and I don't want to hurt him that I've been struggling on how to, what's the best way to do it. And it finally dawned on me today Dope that he can sleep through anything, and so I'll just do it while he sleeps. Or he, when he's just been fed and he's even more lethargic than usual. So mm. this morning after he ate, he sat sat with me and I got his front paw done. And then uh, I tweeted about it earlier. After uh, games or during games daily, he fell asleep in his dog bed over here. And so I was like, "Here's another great chance after games daily." So I went over there and got the first uh, one, no problem. Got the, went to get the second one, and he he did like he's you know and his, he's a dog, so like you know he or he's whatever he's portella so he barks and like you know chases stuff in his dreams sometimes and so the second one i went to do he did a he pulled his leg but he pulled it as if he was in the dream where it wasn't a full motion movement but it was like he you could see he's incorporating into his dream but the third one is when he woke up and realized that his nightmare was reality (laughs) looked at me (laughs) like the most betrayed i've ever seen this dog in 15 years look at me i'm just like like are you fucking kidding me first you got me while i just i was sleeping on you after i ate now you're coming for me in my bed you son of a bitch (laughs) it was the only place i used to be safe and now dreams aren't safe anymore so i've now i'm just like this is a great idea i'm gonna hold it with me and then uh just you know go for it when i can he's passed out pretty well right now but i'm not gonna try to maneuver him <laughs> on my lap at the same time as i do the show and everything else but playing with these things ladies and gentlemen this has been your final kind of funny podcast for 2020 episode 100 of course the show isn't quite over yet you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the post show we're about to do but before we go thank you for everything Obviously, 2020 has been an awful year for everyone, but you've been so supportive of the Kind of Funny podcast, so supportive of Kind of Funny and Kind of Funny games. We can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us, and we hope we do stuff for you as well and make some of the days easier, more fun, whatever it is we do. However, get you know invited into your lives, I want you to know how much that means to us, of course. Uh, remember, January 4th is Kind of Funny Day, our sixth anniversary. Uh, we'll be wow. streaming on twitch.tv slash games starting at 10 a.m. Monday, January 4th. Talk to you all about what we're doing in 2021 and all the redacted 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 stuff we're up to right tim am i gonna cancel this show god damn it please don't fucking cancel this show tim you can't you can't make this joke go on you can't do it i'm trying to shut it down tim i stopped it two months ago tim tim yeah, likes we're all that working power hard that but he's just yeah. refuses to kill this joke he enjoys yeah. it won't do it won't well, I, I, lean into it go ahead be the grim reaper you <laughs> go for everything you want you know what i mean you got the villain haircut now Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a post show to do, but until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. <laughs>